morning, good afternoon, good evening, Infinite Crypto Cruisers. Hey there, folks. My name is Brad Varnell, and this is the Infinite Crypto YouTube channel. I am so excited today to uh, share an incredible project with you and also in share an incredible founder and CEO of that project. You know, one of the things that I've found in crypto that's even more important a lot of times than the actual idea is the person behind it. Because I've found in life that a good business owner, somebody that knows what they're doing, is going to be able to get through the obstacles and the challenges that come with any new business enterprise. Or even if you have the best idea in the world, but you don't have anybody that can execute on it, that can kind of come in and face the challenges, um, you know, that's not something that I want to invest in. So real quick here, I just want to share a uh, website with you before I take it, take this gentleman and, and bring him on screen. But uh, the, the founder and CEO of the Whitley.io project is Grant Wise. And I just want to give you guys just a quick little bit of a background here. You can see him here on the left. Grant Wise is a serial entrepreneur, the president and founder of Whitley, an automated advertising platform. I'm not going to read everything here, folks. But what I want you to know is Grant has several successful businesses. He's got a real estate business, a real world real estate business that is worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's been very successful in his life. And I am excited to be able to be a part of this Whitley project. I was able to offer some of the private sale to uh, my community, my friends, my family, myself. And uh, you know, over the last few months, Grant and I have actually become really good friends. And so without any further ado, I just want you guys to give, you know, Grant Wise a, a warm welcome. And uh, I'm excited to have him. Thank you so much for being here on the show with us today, Grant. Thanks for having me, Brad, man. It's my genuine, genuine pleasure. I really appreciate the opportunity to get to connect with you over the last few months. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, let's get right into it. I shared just a little bit of your of your background, but go ahead and, you know, tell the viewers a little bit about yourself, how you ended up in this, in this place with, with Whitley and, and, you know, just, you know, give them a little bit of your background. Yeah. I got into the real estate space, um, doing what I do almost a decade ago. So my, um, entrance into real estate was more in training and education. So I was never really interested in, in helping people buy or sell houses, but I was always really good at marketing and sales and those different types of things. And so started teaching agents how to do Facebook ads to sell property. And my first client, ended up selling 48 houses the first year we worked together. So obviously I was onto something. And what was really cool is every client that I started to work with through that first year, six figures, six figures, six figures, everybody was making a lot of money really quick. And so, uh, you know, packaged that up into like a legitimate training course and really like took off. And uh, we went from zero to $10 million as a company in just three years. We did it all bootstrapped. We had no raised capital or anything like that. Just, figured out, um, you know, from a business strategy standpoint, how to go out there and acquire customers at a really high level. And the, the, the benefit, obviously, to all of that is that what we taught really worked. Like, it really actually helped people sell more property and make money. And throughout the, the last, you know, number of years, we obviously have had to innovate that and uh, make sure that we're, you know, just ever-evolving as a company. And I think it was back in 2017, I'm sitting there like, man, surely there's an easier way to do this. Surely we could just, surely we could figure out how to do this for people. And I didn't really want to start a marketing agency, but 
I wanted to figure out a, a solution to just running ads for people so that we could help them sell properties. And so that's where the idea for Whitley actually came was uh, the, the obvious answer to that question became, you know, building a SaaS company. And so it was in 2017, we started building uh, Whitley in its um, current form as an advertising platform. We, we launched our ad management system in 2020 and business just skyrocketed. You know, our user base is up a thousand percent, our revenues up a thousand percent. And we've just been growing ever since. And it was, um, you know, throughout those times, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an innovator, right? I'm a creative. I love to, to solve problems. And I became just more and more intrigued with the Web3 space, starting in crypto and then studying blockchain and getting into the Web3 or the metaverse space, rather. And the thing that I always struggle with is, like, I don't really know how I fit here. Like, I don't know what part of this ecosystem really interests me. And so it took a, took me months to like really find the in. It actually made learning the space a little bit more difficult too, because I didn't know how it all applied to me. And then I was sitting there one day and I said, you know what, as I started to study the metaverse, I said, wait a second, like if you want to buy virtual real estate, like you have to go into each of these different metaverse platforms, you got to do your own research and due diligence. And you got to try to figure out how to buy a property that is, you know, obviously the best decision for yourself. And I was like, this is really complex. There's no system that just gives people this information. And I was like, we could build the Zillow of the metaverse. We can build a platform that aggregates all of that virtual listing information into one place. I can use my background in advertising and property sales and the massive network that we've been able to build in the real estate space and drive production and sales in each of these metaverses. And that, that became the thing, man. We started building Whitley.io, which is a metaverse marketplace for virtual real estate, where we can aggregate all of the different metaverse properties that are available in all these different platforms in the one place where people can browse, buy, rent, sell, invest, and do what it is that they want to in the metaverse space. Just giving people better information, a better user experience, and ultimately driving adoption in a much greater way because we make it so it's not so complex to buy virtual property, the way that we're building out the Whitley IO platform, people will be even be able to buy um, metaverse real estate with a credit card. And so there's a, just a lot of really unique things that we've been able to do. I've had a lot of success in the real estate space, you know, over the course of the last decade, one of the top um, experts in the industry for what it is that I do specific to advertising and marketing and sales. And I'm really, really, really uh, excited to take a lot of that experience into the metaverse and we've had so much success, you know, as a, as an up and coming project with business development, software development, uh, partnership development with the different metaverse platforms. And, uh, yeah, that's the, the short version, uh, right. <laughs> of, of the story. Awesome. Man. Well, I'm so glad that you took the time to, uh, to come on here today. I know that there's a lot of people that are excited about this project. You know, my community knows this project very, very well because I've been talking about it, you know, for months and months now. And so yeah. I love what you just said there, the Zillow of the metaverse, because in the past, when I've been trying to explain to people what it is, open sea kind of <laughs> came to mind. So I would kind of right. say, you know, it's kind of like the open sea for the metaverse, but I think the Zillow of the metaverse is a much better explanation. And you yeah. know, folks, for those of you that are listening, I don't know if you've ever gone through this frustration, but I own a little bit of metaverse property here and there, but like, how do you know where to buy? You know, like if I was thinking about it earlier today, like if you move, I'm in Las Vegas. If you've got a metaverse 
you know nothing about, you're just like, how do you know that you're not going to end up, you know, in the ghetto? You know, like there's a lot of nice places in Las Vegas, but there's also a lot of places that you wouldn't want to be walking alone at night in. And the metaverse is going to be like that, too. If you have this piece of land that is in the wrong spot that nobody wants, it's kind of like like you're saying, if you could buy real estate back in in the you know early late 1800s in Manhattan, yeah. you know, the. So I love that, the Zillow of the metaverse. So folks, what this is going to do is kind of aggregate all of the information available and allow you to pick and choose your spots and your metaverses. And, uh, you know, what what an incredible idea. Uh, You know, I just I just absolutely love it real quick before we go any further. I do want to go into the chat real fast here and just say thank you to the folks that are here. Hey, Dar Malik, man, you're always number one. Thank you for being here. Dilemma. Good vibes. Absolutely. Every single time Uh, we got grave. Greg Nowak. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's my dad. Bob Varnell, thank you for being here. He's very excited about this. He owns some (laughs) private sale tokens. Uh, We got a. we got let go, uh, let's go gaming Gill. Thank you for being here. And then uh, we just had a uh, uh, Josephus. Uh, I tried to make NFTs and it's not easy. Well, that's no. one. It is not easy, but that's you know what, one of the great things about being in this space. For those of you that are on the live stream, I also wanted to make an announcement. Grant didn't know I was going to do this, but we're going to be giving away some Whitley tokens before the end of this show. So stay tuned. And, uh, you know, we're going to do a little bit more deep dive into the project, but, you know, here in a little bit, we're going to open it up to questions so that those of you that have some questions about what you're hearing can, uh, you know, ask and, uh, you know, just have Grant, you know, explain to you and and help you uh, understand what we're doing here. But don't go anywhere because we are going to give away some Whitley tokens before this sucker is over. So, you know, one of the one of the things that this project really excites me is because of web three and the the direction that it's going yet it's still a long ways away from you know from being there i know Mm -hmm. a lot of projects have this fantastic idea but then they're never able to implement it so i just want to (laughs) what gives you the confidence that you have to really believe that you're going to be able to create this platform and have it work and, and really be valuable to your clients? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really a great question. Somebody's ability to execute at a high level is the difference in, you know, innovative ideas and innovative solutions, right? Because we all have innovative ideas that could enhance the way that projects work or platforms work or processes work. And then there's the innovative solutions, which are the things that people actually utilize because the people that had those innovative ideas were able to execute and bring those things to life. And we have such a high degree of confidence just because we've done it. And we're going to continue to do it. We've built a very successful company in the Web2 space, which gives us a lot of, especially right now, confidence, calmness, which is another thing I think that's, that's really important. I've like I had kind of alluded to, become one of the, the top experts in my space for what it is that we do. I've built a great reputation. And I think that's something that um, this space, I don't want to say it doesn't have because there's a lot of really cool people in the space, but I always felt that the space was missing transparency and honesty and integrity. There's so many rug pulls and frauds and scams. And I think that so many people are just sick of it, right? And so I care about my reputation. I care about what happens to the people that I associate myself to. And I care that we do what it is that we say that we can do. I never would have came out and said we were going to do it if I didn't think that that we would. 
And um, so, I, you know, I, I'm just an executor. Like, I, I love having ideas. I, I will never in a million years be able to execute on all the ideas that I do have, but the ones that actually get out there and uh, we put plans behind and we build teams uh, uh, to, to put in place, like, we're just going to crush it. You know, we've got a team of nearly three dozen people at Whitley, and, um, I mean, we, we just like, – we do what we say that we're going to do. It's one of our core values, and uh, I, I'm excited. You know, we've already come out of our – prototyping uh and and are about to head into wrapping up the development process um you know in in concept you are right like the functionality or the description is kind of like zillow because you can go you know to zillow and you can search for property anywhere in, in the u.s but the the way the platform will actually function is very similar in concept to OpenSea. okay and most platforms that we are partnering with operate based on api which means we can access their inventory of NFTs, we can aggregate those to our, our, our platform and then we can build filtering mechanisms which don't exist and we can build towards valuing mechanisms that definitely don't exist, which may upset some people. It, it may piss off some metaverses <laughs> if people right. knew how, what their, their properties were technically worth, right? But um, we just have a really high degree of confidence in our ability to execute because we continually do it. We've got a great team and um, a lot of people that care uh, that, that, that we do what we say that we're going to do. Awesome, man. You know, one of the one of the things that I love about you and the whole project is that there is no, you know, an anonymousness to it. There's no anonymity. You're right here. You're right in yeah. the face of the public. You don't mind getting on and, you know, and, and facing some tough questions. You know, I know that it's been a challenging last six months for yeah. the whole crypto space and you've had to, you know, face mm -hmm. those challenges head on. And that's one of the great things about this project, folks, that there's so many of these NFT and metaverse projects that are ran by anonymous teams. You know, they don't have any accountability. You know, I would challenge each and every one of you to go to Google and just Google Grant Wise and see what pops up. You know, go go to his website. He's got a website that is like grantwise.com, L-I-K-E-G-R-A-N-T-W-I-S-E.com. Right now, he's in the process of putting together a major live real estate event called Market Proof Mastermind. And he's got all sorts of very credible, amazing real estate experts that are all going to be joining together, uh, you know, for this live, uh, you know, live uh, event. So, you know, he's here you know that he's he's sincere and that he's that he's willing to you know to make himself known he's you know doxed and vetted in this you know crypto space that is definitely something that's very valuable yeah i think so i, I think it's um you know what the 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 recent crypto like winter has shown me is that you know we go through these interv interview processes all the time investors and vcs and different people that want to give us reviews and stuff like that and you just come to you, you. You grow to realize in a downturn how many people aren't legitimate, how many people don't do what they say that they're going to do or can't, uh, because they don't have the means or they don't have the influence or they don't have whatever it is that they said. And I don't, I don't mean to say any of that arrogantly whatsoever, but I'm right here. I've taken every phone call you've you've offered up, right? Absolutely. And uh, love, just love being able to connect with really amazing people that can help grow our projects. And um, I've even taken, you know, calls on, on other projects, not that are necessarily competitors, but there's just a lot of really cool people in this space that want to build a really cool world, right? That doesn't fully exist just yet. I like what you alluded to earlier. It's one that's going to change often. 
And, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I love being out there on the forefront. love building a personal brand and getting connected with really cool people. And I'm not hiding. I'm, I'm right here and, and, right. And, and, and happy about it, right? We, we get to do a lot of really cool work. And what we do just makes such a positive impact on people. And I'm excited to do that in the metaverse. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another another credible thing for me, something that got me excited about the project was the fact that the Gaines Associates, you know, offered yeah. your some of your private sale to yeah. their their community. And that's huge, folks. I know that they, you know, all of my community has heard me talk about the Gaines platform multiple times, but something that you guys might not know is that I come across a lot of projects and I go directly to Gaines, Alex Raffian, the, the founder and CEO of Gaines, a lot of times and say, hey, I can connect you with this team if you might be interested in selling some of their private sales. And so far, I've taken three different teams to him and all three times he's looked at it and told me that he didn't even want to talk to the team, that there was too many holes in it that there was too many, you know, too many red flags. So Gaines is, you know, super, super picky on what projects they bring to their community. So that was yeah. why I reached out to you because I'm, you know, a member of Gaines. And once I got in, I think I bought $300 worth through Gaines, but I knew that wasn't <laughs> going to be enough. So I reached out to you and I'm, you know, I'm glad that I did. But, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I wanted to mention to folks and have you touch on too, is there's a lot of people that are a little bit nervous in this market because yeah. they've seen a lot of companies that raise these funds and then because the bull market could be extended for a while are afraid that even if a project has good intentions, then maybe the money's going to run out before the bull market takes back over. And that was one of the things that we chatted about, you know, last week. And you mentioned that money is not an issue. So if you could just expand on that just a little bit and kind of calm everybody's nerves that might be a little bit worried about that yeah you know, these are all healthy concerns right it's good to be concerned about your money and you should invest with uh, a, a certain level of healthy uh, concern right you are taking a risk um, you know one of the things again uh, referenced the last few months that has this shown me is that us having a very successful and stable web 2 business I'm not going to say it was everything, but it was so impactful because we're not making decisions based on fear. We're not launching a token that's going to mess our investors over. We're not rushing a platform to life. Uh, like there's a lot of things that we aren't doing uh, as a result of, you know, scarcity based decision making. We're in a very comfortable place, very comfortable position. Uh, we've got an amazing team. Our existing business is continuing to grow. And I think that just gives a lot of stability to projects where you're right, there are many projects that didn't have anything. Like they were doing this to try to make it. And unfortunately, you know, if you haven't gone out there and gotten punched in the teeth a few times, <laughs> and then you do your first time with somebody else's money, like it's, it's just not a fun situation. So I've always been a bootstrap guy. I've actually never had much interest in raising money or raising funds. We just saw this was an excellent opportunity to get into the Web3 space. We're launching a token, and uh, we have some absolutely brilliant advisors that we've been working with throughout the process to help us do it. Uh, so it wasn't something for me where I'm like cash grab or money grab or whatever, rug pull, like whatever these guys are calling it. It was we see an opportunity to go out here and build a legitimate asset, uh, not just for us but for other people. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really excited to do it. We built something that has very legitimate utility and use case. And I get my point is, like, we're not in a rush to do it. Like, we're not doing, 
making dumb decisions uh, as far as like trying to rush something to market that's not ready. We're not launching tokens in bad market conditions, which only inevitably hurt everybody involved. Uh, we're making really good sound decisions. I that kind of became like an adopted theory for me as a Web3 investor is um, when I look for projects now, I'm like, well, what's your Web2 track record? Like, have you built a successful company before? Because I think it's important. We just learned that most of the people that are out there hadn't. And so I, I certainly definitely look for that whenever I'm looking at projects to invest in is what is your track record you know, even if it's not a Web3, like what's your track record in the Web2 space? Because a lot of the stuff, the development, the uh, the the solidity, the, the coding environment, like all the blockchain, like all this stuff can be learned. But running a business is something that's learned hard and over time. And it typically comes by taking some wax. And yes. uh, if you don't, if you've never done it before, like it's, it's not something to, in my opinion, play around with other people's money doing. I've, I've bootstrapped a lot of projects because it forces you to do things the right way. There's projects we could have raised money on. I could have raised money on Whitley, you know, the original version of Whitley, the ad platform, and decided not to do it because it forced us to be lean. It forced us to make good business decisions. It forced us to figure out how to acquire customers. It forced us to do a lot of stuff that when somebody just dumps millions of dollars in your lap, you don't really have to think about it. And so uh, that's, that's just kind of the mindset that I have. And um, I've, I've, I've grown some appreciation for my own <laughs> way of thinking the last few months as I've watched projects fail, unfortunately. I love it, man. Let's, uh, I'm going to head back over to the, uh, to the screen share again. I want to pull up the uh, Whitley IO website one more time here real quick. And then I'd, wasn't a hundred percent sure. I thought you may have mentioned uh, that you had something that you might want to pull up on, on your end. I'm not, I don't want to misspeak, but we were talking, it sounded like you might have some of the platform to show off a little bit, or is that not, not quite ready to go yet? There's some things that I can show you and there's some things that I cannot show you, but let me, yes, I do have uh, some stuff that I can show you to give you guys a sneak peek of okay, cool. the Let platform me... itself. Um, okay. Give me give me a couple minutes here. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through the website a little bit uh, while you're while you're getting ready, and then uh, then we'll pop back over to that. So, folks, I'm going to scroll back up here to the the top of the Whitley.io. Now, I want to. This is probably the first place that you all want to go if you really want to check out. Um, you know, the Whitley project. You can see here fastest way to find great virtual real estate opportunities. Browse, buy, and rent the hottest virtual real estate NFTs in the metaverse. Um, you know, talks it shows some of the the big metaverse projects, Sandbox, Netverk. I actually own some land in Netverk, and uh, so it, you know, really shows you know the the long term plan. I really like this here. Like Manhattan in the early 1900s, we're experiencing a virtual land grab in the metaverse. While the world continues to realize the power and potential of blockchain NFTs, the early movers are raking in millions, trading virtual real estate NFTs in various projects. But this kind of goes back to the Zillow, like what, what metaverse should you invest in? What area of that metaverse should you invest in? It's one of the reasons that I believe that as this platform develops, it's going to be amazing. And then it kind of goes down here to the challenge and the solution. You know, the challenge, finding the most promising locations and NFTs where Tesla might be opening their next virtual showroom is tough. 
with new projects being launched and existing projects developing faster than ever. For new and experienced buyers, it can get overwhelming to browse, select, and bid on land NFTs. Solution. Whitley.io streamlines the virtual real estate browsing and buying experience with an NFT marketplace. Whitley.io consistently tracks NFT land sales across the metaverse. This enables you to quickly identify trending real estate projects with the most upside potential to invest in. And, uh, you know, then if you scroll down a little bit further, it shows a little bit of the Whitley, the Whitley history, talks a little bit about the Web 2 moving into uh, the Web 3. The, uh, you know, then you can scroll down to this page that I showed you all in the beginning, get a little bit more of an idea of, of uh, Grant Wise. There's a little bit of a roadmap here. Now, you know, take the roadmap with a grain of salt, especially with the, uh, you know, the markets being so, you know, tumultuous over the last few months. It's hard to, to stay on track with a roadmap. Uh, so, but, you know, then we've got some testimonials here. Um, you know, then you've got some of the advisors, you know, Evan Luthra is somebody that I've be, you know, become friends with. And, uh, you know, he is, you know, big, big uh, proponent of this project is really promoting it. And you just got a lot of people here that are back in the project. You've got, you know, some meta metaverse partners here with Network and Drop. And just, you know, they've been in, in the news a little bit. And then down at the bottom of the of the website, you have all their socials. You've got the Twitter, their Telegram channels, Facebook, Instagram. All of those links are in the description of the video too. But I do want you to know that kind of this Whitley.io website is a one-stop shop where you can kind of find everything, uh, you know, that you want to, uh, to learn about this company is all right there. Oh, let me go back to this one. And then, yeah, feel free if you, you can. Do you have a share button on on your end? I do. Yeah. I okay. Think I'm sharing, it, sharing it the right way. So, can you see my screen? Um, I I can I can see you, but I can't see the actual what you're trying to pull up there. I oh wait here, let me. I got it. I guess I have to add it. There we go. You got it. Yep. Okay, cool. So this is just like a quick behind the scenes look. This won't have all of the functionality of our. Uh, platform, but this is just like a basic prototype. Just kind of shows you what the platform is going to look like and gives you the ability to, to see what some of these functions are. In our platform, you'll be able to search uh, as a filtering mechanism. You can come in here and view all categories. You can explore other properties. You can connect with a metaverse agent. So we've got a sell and earn program where people will be able to help sell metaverse property and earn commission. You can see other trending properties. And uh, this platform, you can just kind of like move around uh, and, 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 you know, get a feel for what it's going to look like whenever you're searching the platform and interacting um, in a number of different ways. Sorry, go back. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really in love with it because like it's just, I don't know if you guys have tried to buy virtual real estate before, but this is a way more seamless user experience than when you're trying to buy it, um, you know, inside of other metaverse platforms. This is a glimpse of what the profile uh, itself is going to look like. You can look at people's collections. You can see their activity. Um, there's you know, different ways to see other properties that you can click and place bids on or that you can buy. And then of course there's, there's the, the discovery feature. So this is, this is again, just like basic, basic overview stuff. This is not the platform uh, in its entirety, but I wanted to give you guys a little behind the scenes look. We also have an agent side profile. Uh, so if somebody's an agent, they would have a special profile that they could utilize to uh, sell property and earn commission and 
and all the, the stuff that, that gets to happen there. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is, um, you know, Forbes did, there, there was a bit of a write up about us in Forbes and a lot of the work that we're doing inside of the metaverse. I don't know if you can see that on my screen uh, here yeah. as well, Brad, but I'll make sure that I share that with, yeah, absolutely. with you we guys so that you can, um, so that you guys can uh, read up on that if you want. You can get a lot more information about us and about the company. I'll uh, put that right here in the chat so you can share it with anybody. But that's a that's a quick behind the scenes look. Um, it's all awesome. really exciting just because, again, like I said, I don't know if you've ever gone to try to buy a metaverse property, but like the user experience isn't great. The designs obviously aren't all always the best because you got a lot of brilliant people that are more engineers than they are designers working on things. But um, you know the 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 type of experience that we want to create for people and the the way that we want to provide filtering mechanisms and valuing tools and just make it easier to buy things. Um, I, I'm just really excited about it. So um, I'm looking forward to it, man. That's awesome. Well, let, let's get into the to the AMA part here. I'll go ahead and start it off. I just had a question come to my mind. I'm not exactly sure, but let's say that you're buying something, um, you know, that would normally be on, say, the Ethereum network, but you're buying it through the Whitney, Whitley platform. Are you actually going to pay for it with Whitley tokens? And then you guys like kind of convert it and pay pay for the NFT and ETH or what is the utility of the Whitley token? Why are people going to want to own the Whitley token? That's a really good question. So when you look at platforms, there's OpenSea, right? They're an NFT aggregator. They're a marketplace, but they don't have a token. And then you look at a platform like LooksRare. So that's a similar concept. They aggregate NFTs, but they also have a token will operate more like a, a, a looks rare platform and we will release cross chain so we can be multi metaverse from day one, which means if you want to buy something like a decentral land, you would pay for the virtual land in the native token, but your transaction fee would be paid in the native Whitley token. We have a ton of uh, use cases for the Whitley token itself, but some of the basic benefits are just access to the platform access to insights that you may not be able to get on other platforms, uh, data, triggers, alerts, signals, ROI scales, just a lot of insights that really just aren't necessarily available. Uh, early access to metaverse properties that may be releasing, discounted access to metaverse properties, access to our metaverse realtors, uh, access to uh, some unique real world benefits tied to real estate that we've not released yet, which is exciting. Uh, there's there's a few things uh, as far as legitimate use case, but we really put a lot of thought into um, the utility of the token because if you look at a lot of the coin projects that exist, they're just pump and dump projects. There's not necessarily any legitimate utility tied to it. We wanted to make sure that we built something that had legitimate use case, real world application, because I personally believe like that's the future of this space, especially when it comes to tokens. Uh, if you don't have something that has a legitimate use case tied to it, at the end of the day, everything's going to gravitate back towards Bitcoin and, and, and yeah. Ethereum and, and these other you know significant coins. Um, we, we wanted something that had legitimate use case to it. So uh, we've got some really unique real world benefits to try to combine these two spaces, both Web 2, Web 3, real world, virtual world uh, that, I'm, that I'm really excited about. But um, operationally, functionally, they pay in the native token that the that the seller okay. was selling in, right? And yep. then the, the transaction fee would be paid in really token. Okay, awesome, man. I love that answer. And I'm with you 100% because there's a lot of great crypto projects 
you yeah. know, that really ha do have a great idea or product, but there's really no reason that it needs to have a token. And yeah. so, I mean, it, I agree with you. If it doesn't have, you know, utility, if it doesn't have real world use case, then, then, right. you know, just, just build a normal company. Why create a, a cryptocurrency other than just trying to, to, you know, cash grab or, or whatever. So I, I love that answer. And so folks, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to take some questions now and I want to get you guys engaged. So the way that we're going to give away these Whitley tokens by the end of the show is Grant is going to, you know, kind of keep an eye on the questions. And at the end of the show, he's going to pick out his two favorite questions. And those individuals are going to earn or going to get $50 worth of Whitley tokens each. Uh, you know, so don't be shy. Jump in there, ask your questions. And uh, we're really looking forward to hearing your thoughts and, and what's on your mind, too. So I uh, I think my wife is here. She'll kind of help me make sure that I'm not missing any questions. I believe the very first question that we got here is uh, by Josephus. Uh, is there going to be tools or direction on how to make NFTs, that part of the platform at all? Well, I think that's a, it's a great question. It's not necessarily a focus of ours. Our, our platform will serve more as an aggregator, so aggregating existing NFTs. We will have places where people can list NFTs if maybe they aren't listed on other platforms, uh, but specific to tools and directions on how to make them, that's not necessarily the, 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 the core function of the platform. We're, more, we're going to be more of an aggregator. Okay, perfect. And then I knew I knew this question was going to come up sooner than later, so we might as well get it out of the way. Anon anonymous, <laughs> sorry if this question was already answered, but when will the tokens get released? The the million dollar question. Yeah, it's a great question, and you know, obviously, the answer is as soon as possible, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's something that we you know, if we had it our way, we would have released months and months and months ago. Um, we, we, we were excited to, to do that. And then obviously there were a, a number of events that took place that kind of sent the market downward. You know, I'm excited with a lot of the trends that you're seeing as far as, um, stability in the market for, the, for a period there, you know, starting back a couple months ago, uh, I'm excited that the average, uh, length of a bear market run, uh, we've now surpassed that by two weeks, which, Theoretically, at least if you're looking at stock market trends, would would signal that we could start going back the other direction. Excited that inflation rates are coming in lower than <laughs> anticipated, uh, which could lead to uh, lower increases. You know, with Fed, like there's so many different things that are going on, and in crypto, it's not one economy; it's all economies that right. you have to pay attention to, which. If you look at China, real estate market's not good. If you look at this market, there's there's all of these different things that are going on, which um, are trends that you know you, you got to pay attention to. The short answer is we want to release in a in a in a in a bull market, right? We want to release on a good run. We don't want to release in a time where things are unstable. But based on historical trends, that could be a little bit longer, right? It could be some time, and so that's. Uh, one of the reasons that we're excited about our uh, sell and earn program. So what we're doing, Brad, is uh, we're creating a licensing program where people can take our Metaverse license, uh, Metaverse real estate agent course, become a Metaverse licensed real estate agent. And uh, that gives them the freedom to sell virtual property on our platform and earn commission from the uh, seller. 
And this is, I see this as another question that's coming up. And so what we're doing is we're building up an enormous amount of demand for the program, for the license, which your licensing, your annual dues, all of those things would be paid in our native Whitley token. And so what we're, what we're working to do is to build up an enormous amount of demand that makes us, um, gives us the ability to operate more freely or more independent of the crypto market itself. Now we have to may, pay attention to traffic going to the different metaverse platforms because if the crypto market maybe isn't doing good, but we've built up a ton of demand, but the metaverse market is still low on the impression scale, there's a few factors to consider. But what we're trying to do, not really trying, we're building up a list. We're building up demand of people that want to actually become metaverse licensed agents and earn commission, earn income from the metaverse. And if we could do that, then we can we can more safely release the token because we've built up buy demand for it from people that will not need to sell. And um, you know that's 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 really something that we're leaning into heavily. We have a lot of amazing contacts and connections in the Web two Web three space, specific to real estate. So we have a concentrated group of people that are already in real estate and are already interested in becoming a metaverse licensed real estate agent. So we're, we're doing a lot of really great work here. We have combined influence. I think it's like 80 plus thousand through email and through social following and through all these things with demand that we've just continued to build up with people that have uh, you know, a potential interest in becoming a metaverse license. And thankfully, Web3 is global, right? So we've got to continue to build our community. We've got to continue to build our list. We've got to continue to build our following. But if we can build up enough demand, we will feel confident in launching that token, even if the crypto market itself is still kind of uh, stale or, or not you know, growing in a stable way. So okay. I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, I, know, I know everybody wants it to be right now. Right. Hey, I, I want you all to know, too. I want it to be right now, too. Right. But the reality is we're going we're gonna to be smart. We're going to pay attention. Uh, I got I got some thick skin, so it doesn't bother me if people ask me a lot or people sure. try to try to get me to <laughs> do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it in in a, in a way that uh, is gonna negatively impact or affect everybody. I don't have a timeline. I don't have okay. a timeline in the markets. I think it's stupid to try to time those, and so I'm not gonna do it. Uh, but you know, we got to continue right. to business develop, and if we do that, you know, we're right. I think know, we're we're gonna keep having success. You know, I think the the answer is just whatever the best time is for the investors and, you know, for Whitley. I know that, you know, from my and I do a lot of private sale investing. And so, folks, I can tell you, you know, like Nodal, Nodal just launched. Uh, Nodal is a project that won a polka dot parachain. Super, super, super highly anticipated. They've been, you know, it's been almost a year that they, that they were working on launching and they just decided to launch last week. And I want to say that the private sale investors on the lower end got it at about two and a half cents on the higher end. They might've paid as much as, you know, six, seven, eight cents. And within 24 hours of launch, it was at zero, zero seven. It was at seven tenths of a cent. So even the folks that got it at two and a half cents were down 75%. So we don't want it to launch right now. Yeah, there's an emotional side of us that would love to see it launch. But folks, do you guys want to lose 75% of your money, at least in the short term when it launches? Or do you want to 10, 20, 50, 100x your investment if they launch it into the right 
you know, market conditions and into the bull market. So I'm with you 100% on that. Anytime I talk to any of my friends and family that have invested, um, I'm, we're, we're definitely on the same uh, page there. It looked like you, you pretty much covered this next question. You have anything else that you'd like to say on that? Um, this is actually a, a really exciting part of our project, you know, because you look at the different things that you can do to go out there and, and build up demand, build community. I'm not a fan of fake community. I'm not a fan of fake hype because the projects that are built on hype are sold on hype too, right? They go down on hype too. And so we want to build legitimate community. We want to build income earning opportunities. Money is what will drive success in the metaverse. Money is what will drive development in the metaverse. Money is what's going to, to really push this thing forward. If you look, there are already, um, there are already uh, so many companies that are investing in the metaverse, not just like to build in it, but to be in it because that's where attention is going, right? They're going to platforms where they can interact with each other. And so what, what I wanted to do is build an income earning opportunity where people could literally just sit on their couch and sell two or three properties in a day and get paid instantly, as opposed to the traditional real estate model of showing somebody houses for 30 days and, and then closing for 30 days. You know, it's a much more elongated process. And obviously that, that's not for everybody and it's not even practical in some senses when you start thinking about it. Uh, but wanted to build something that would be a way that somebody could earn a couple hundred bucks a day or couple thousand bucks every you know couple weeks by doing what they are really interested in which is being in and being around the metaverse and in in this space as it continues to grow and develop there's so many people that are so brilliant that want to be a part of casting a vision and making this stuff come to life so i just wanted to create an opportunity uh that that made a lot of business sense that would give people an opportunity to earn income from the metaverse which there are not a lot of legitimate opportunities like that that exist today. There's ways to make money in Web3. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned a few of them on this call with different projects and coin uh, offerings and those different types of things. But like legitimate earning opportunities. And we figured out how to tie it to the Web2 space as well with um, developments in the real estate space as blockchain really starts to become an adopted um in the real world in real estate as far as how transactions are managed and stuff like that people are becoming obsessed with the idea of selling digital twins of real world property in a metaverse and so there's just i mean there's so many unique things that can be done and if there's a way that somebody can earn income doing it that's all the better and i also believe if we can self-regulate we won't be so reliant uh not reliance not the word we won't be um, so susceptible to having entities that we don't want coming in to regulate like government institutions and stuff like that. If we can self-regulate, create rules, regulations that we as a web three community come up with, as opposed to some third party, which is the exact opposite, right. Of, you know, the, the whole decentralized mindset. If we can do that so that we don't have to, to worry about somebody else coming in and doing it. Uh, I think that that's a lot of, you know, that, that, that's in our favor. So the associations I'm creating as a result of this, the licensing programs, all this stuff, it brings legitimacy. It brings accountability. It brings the things that, you know, I know there's a section of this space that cries, we don't want centralization. We don't, like, I get it. That's the culture. But you can't cry that 
and then and then go on the other side when crypto winter comes and says somebody needs to take care of all these people that that <laughs> like that yeah hey you know you kind of it's yeah double, what they call a double-edged sword right absolutely um, so one anyway. of the things that I really love about this concept too is a lot of people are probably like, well, why do I need a metaverse real estate agent? I can just use the Whitley platform or I can just research it on my own. But folks, what you have to remember is that the average person, especially successful people that have money, the most important commodity to them is time. So if I was getting ready to move across the country, say, and go, I wanted to move to Florida, I wouldn't try to figure out exactly where I wanted to live and, and where I wanted to move. I would find a real estate agent, somebody that was an expert that lived in the vicinity of where I wanted to be. And I would have them help me figure out where I wanted to buy my house. And it's going to be the same thing with these metaverse lands. If you own a business and you want to you know, buy a piece of land and create a footprint inside the metaverse, you're much more likely to find somebody that's built a reputation and that is an expert in this area, which these Whitley real estate, you know, people that have the credentials that have the license and that have gone through the training program that Whitley has, those people are going to, you know, raise themselves up to the top. So it creates a whole opportunity within the ecosystem that I just absolutely love. Eric, that was a great question. Thank you. Let's go on to the next question. Dilemma. General thoughts on collecting a good few cheaper properties versus trying for one or two larger properties. So not financial advice, but just in your opinion, you know, if somebody is looking to buy some metaverse land, what do you, do you have any tips or pointers or, you know, things that you like to, to, to do? Uh, this is a really good question. I like giving my opinion, not financial advice. It, it is that, in in my opinion, metaverse property is actually not that much different than real world property. What makes real world property so valuable is its location, right? Its location and its proximation to the things that we we do, and then it, it, its utility. It's what's on the property that makes it uh, so valuable. Um, and so, if you think about like so, so the example, but Starbucks, right? If a Starbucks is built within, I can't remember what the radius is, with like, within like a, a half a mile or a mile of your home, your property value actually increases. Why, right? Because of your proximity, your location uh, to something that has utility, which the utility is a coffee shop, but it is what became culturally accepted as the third place. We have our home, we have our office, then we have our coffee shop, our Starbucks. And so- okay. Um, that is an example of location being a mechanism for driving value in the real world. Now, okay, let's go over into the metaverse and let's apply the same principle. What makes metaverse property valuable when it's fake? Not fake, but not real, right? It's not necessarily right. it's virtual. It's not necessarily it's not tangible. We can't touch it. Well, it's actually the same thing as the real world. It's it's location. It is it's proximity to something else that is valuable, that has attention, that has utility. Snoop Dogg is an example of this, right? So Snoop Dogg buys a piece of property and um, I can't remember what it was a sandbox, uh, buys a piece of property in the metaverse. What happens? Almost instantly, the neighboring or adjacent property sells for $450,000, <laughs> right? Why? 
Snoop Dogg committed to building a concert venue and he committed to, uh, within the Snoopiverse and he committed to building a replica of his home. He committed to hosting parties. Okay, what's that mean? Well, that means that a lot of people are going to be consistently hovering around Snoop Dogg's virtual property. And this is where business gets involved. And when I say money is what's driving this, now brands are going to want to be associating themselves to the locations surrounding these different types of properties. So imagine you own a piece of property next to Snoop Dogg. He's hosting a concert and there's a million people expected to attend and your Beats headphones. You want to throw a little metaverse billboard right up next to Snoop's property. So if somebody's looking around, right, mm -hmm. they see Beats. You're now renting out your property to brands who are doing it because they're going to get impressions. So the uh, mechanism for valuing virtual property, in my personal opinion, is going to be attention. I think personally, again, this is a personal opinion, that what's going to drive value in the metaverse, in, in that it's not tangible property, but is its uh, proximity, its location, two things that are going to have a high attention scale. Uh, Fashion Week, earlier this year, Fashion Week was hosted uh, in Decentraland, if I'm not mistaken. And in Decentraland, there's something called the Fashion District that has been kind of like established. They had over a billion impressions wow. in the Fashion District for that week. Rue 21 was getting an average 28-minute store visit time by users that were in the metaverse attending this virtual fashion week that was taking place. So the, the value of those metaverse lands, what happens? It's what they really climb. They were selling advertising slots for $200,000 wow. that week right there inside mm -hmm. of the fashion district. So I know this is not a direct buy, buy the little ones or buy the big ones, but it, I hope is really good advice for paying attention to it, my opinion, uh, not advice. <laughs> I hope that is really good understanding of my opinion that um, when you're analyzing these things, try to find opportunities that at least this is what I'm doing is finding opportunities that uh, there will be a lot of attention to the location that you're trying to get close to because that's what is going to really drive up the value in my opinion, just like it happens in the real world. It's just a different application in the virtual world. So those are my general thoughts. I love it. That was amazing. I really enjoyed that too, man. You gave me goosebumps thinking about <laughs> it in that way and trying to figure out, it gives you kind of a whole new fun thing, you know, like yeah. you know, to figure out, okay, where is the next Snoop Dogg or yeah. you know, whoever it's going to be, where are they going to want to plant their flag and trying to hundred percent. And this is what brands like, if you look at platforms like super world, those are a partner of ours. They're one of the top, metaverse platforms that exist they took the entire world and they grafted it to a metaverse if you want to buy the taj mahal and super world you can go in there and you can do it right um what what they're doing is that you know we, i was consulting with some of their teams talking about creating experiences like look at the end of the day your your ability to drive attention to the platform is what's going to increase the value of the platform so you've got to focus on creating experiences that get people to show up which is why they were working with steve aoki they were working with some of these top brands to try to create experiences so they could get people to put on the headsets and go attend whatever the functions were so make sure it, as you're analyzing these things, and, and this is what I'm thinking about when we're building out these valuation tools, is what is the social mechanisms? Like what is the attention scale in these different platforms? It's the metaverses 
that are going to be able to aggregate attention, which is why that which is why I think my marketing and advertising background is so important. It's the metaverses that are going to do, do the best job of building attention, getting people to come into their platform that are going to end up having the most success. And there's something to consider here. Now, we all have our feelings about Facebook, right? right. But Facebook has rebranded itself as meta. They have billions of users. They're trying to redefine uh, what it is that they're going to be focused on in the future. Facebook, or Meta, as it is called, is an example of a centralized metaverse. Whereas you look at something like Sandbox, Decentraland, Uptrend, Crypto Voxel, Superworld, these are decentralized metaverses. Facebook doesn't want to sell any of its virtual land, right? They just want you to come in there and hang out. Attention. Decentraland, Sandbox, Superworld, these are their platforms. Decentraland, they want to give up part of their platforms they still have the same problem. They have to get people to come in there and hang out so that the values increase and make it worth it for people like us to invest our money in those different spaces. So this is just something to really pay attention to is what is the metaverse's ability to build community, create experiences, and what type of environment are they building that brings more attention in so that when they're selling these metaverse plots, the value continues to increase. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Anon, I'll, I'll handle this one real quick. So the, the, the answer for this is just, you know, whenever the, whenever the time is right, whenever the market has corrected and it feels like we're back into a bull market, it just doesn't make any sense to launch in these market conditions. So as Grant kind of said, there really isn't a way to put a time frame on it. We can't say it's going to happen in quarter four or when it's going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen in crypto tomorrow, much less, you know, next month or in the next three months. So the good news is if you have private sale tokens, there's never any guarantees in life, but I think that all of you that are watching this should feel very comfortable that at some point in time, you're going to make a bunch of money. You're going to make a bunch of multiples on whatever you have invested. And that, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit longer than we would like, but it's, uh, it's coming. Uh, Joe, Josephus real quick here. This was just a comment. You know, I'm more comfortable, um, you know, actually after getting to hear from the boss grant wise, and then, you know, hearing about the utility use of the uh, the token. I want to thank you both for making this happen today. You're very welcome. And we thank you uh, for being here. And then on to our next question, Rick Stevens, in your opinion, are regulators ready, ready for the metaverse, personal data collection, privacy, deep fakes, and how companies will interact with customers? Uh, that's a question, <laughs> right? I mean, the answer is I don't know. Like I, I'm not in these meetings. I'm not in these rooms, but we're, we're certainly working to build ourselves into a trusted and reputable company so that we can get into these rooms to be a part of these conversations. I would rather build up an entity that is become um, very well known for what it is that we're doing, because that's how you get in the rooms with these regulators that are making decisions. I want to be a part of the conversation. And um, we go out there and build things the right way. We register with the right entities. We're, 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 we're holding people accountable. Like, we're putting all of these mechanisms in place ourselves. We become a sounding board for these different types of regulators. To answer your question specifically, I don't know if they're ready or if they are not. Based on my understanding, there's a lot of entities that are trying to figure this stuff out, and they still can't because of the anonymity that exists in the crypto space, which is exactly what the goal was. <laughs> right. um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just know that I want to be a part of the conversation. 
and awesome. uh, going out there and doing what we're doing the way that we're doing it is I think how we're going to be be able to to do that. And then we got Eric Bernstein. Great insight from both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for Thanks, being man. here. And then it was kind of a two part questions. We'll go back. Rick Stevens asked another question. Uh, this one that might be a little bit easier, you know, to, to answer. How do you think customer engagement and loyalty will be redefined by Whitley? Well, um, you know, loyalty comes from doing what you say that you're going to do, right? Is, you know, when, when you go out there and you research companies and you decide to place your money, which is one of your greatest assets with somebody, and you have a bad experience, what happens? Well, if you have a bad experience, you either get your money back <laughs> or you commit to never doing money there again. The same thing happens if you have a, a poor user experience. If you go to use a platform, it doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Uh, I think that those are some of the things that are really one of the two main points to look at here. So we want to provide people with an amazing customer experience with our UI UX. As you saw, we're building a beautiful platform night and day better than what you, you would get in you know, some of these different metaverse platforms. But then we want to do what we say that we're going to do. One of our core values is integrity. So it's just doing what we say that we're going to do. And uh, I think that's how you build up loyalty. So provide people with an amazing experience, increases the engagement and the interaction, the, the growth, and then do what you say that you're going to do. And if something goes wrong, make it right. You know, just those types of things will increase the loyalty. And you do those things, it's simple. Business is simple, simple, scalable. And so I think if we can do those things, which we intend to, we'll have a lot of success. I love it, man. Great answer. And thank you, Rick Stevens, for being here and asking the question. I really like this question, too, because I could probably use a little education in, in on this side of things, too. You know, I'm, I do a lot of deep dives, do a lot of investing in tokens. A metaverse is probably something that I need to strengthen my education on. So I love this question by Josephus. How do you virtu how do you view a virtual concert? I would definitely like to be educated and learn how to be a real agent. How do I get started? Uh, that's a lot of great questions, man. So there's a, I think there's a few different ways to do this. There's um, you know in Web three obviously there's the uh, virtual reality concepts of putting on a headphone and being where people are whenever they're hosting these types of things. Got to have the ear to the ground and, and just be paying attention to when these types of things release. This is something that we want to do um, in the Whitley platform is be able to push notifications so that you know when important things are happening because those are also signals that values of properties may be increasing as far as price fluctuations go. So uh, how do you view a virtual company? Go find people like Brad. Like go to YouTube, search you know, uh, metaverse concert and, and you'll start to, you know, educate yourself on the different ways that you can do those things. Different concerts are coming up. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to kind of identify when these events are happening. Metaverse platform, just join our community. Like we're talking about this stuff all the time. Uh, I think Brad's got some links for you all. You can access our community, engage with us, interact with us, ask questions, whatever it is that you'd like to do. We're always dropping information. We're always dropping news. And it's probably the easiest way to, to get in and get integrated and be a part of it as, it as it happens. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, with that, it looks like we got through all of the questions. We're sitting at right about an hour, which is about a perfect amount of time for a, for a live stream yeah. like this. Um, so, you know, Grant, I'll kind of give you the floor before we wrap it up. If you have anything else that you'd like to impart on the, on the folks that are listening now and the folks that are going to watch the replay, you take the floor, my friend. And I, I don't have a lot outside of just, you know, gratitude and appreciation. I appreciate you bringing me on here uh, and, and giving me the chance to answer some questions, um, some frequent, some not so frequent. There's a lot of really great questions that came today. My encouragement is just do your research, you know, do your homework, 
you don't have to be in a rush to do anything in this space uh, if you don't want to be. Uh, but just get to know the people, get to know the projects and that, that you find interesting. Um, and that, that's what really the metaverse is going to be all about. I think as we start to see the mechanisms that we're building, especially if you use Fashion Week as an example, like the, the, the experiences that are going to be created, the communities that are going to be built, every one of them will have their own specific niche, whether it's basketball, if it's fashion, or if it's whatever that might look like. The way that I came into this space was by really thinking about like what interested me and what problems I could solve that were important to me. And that was centered on real estate. And so just, you know, following that same, um, you know, kind of like line of thought is, you know, as you enter this space, pay attention to the things that interest you, that you have a passion in, that you are, are intrigued by, see if you can solve problems, add value to the communities that you get associated with. Don't just be a taker. You know, try to try to give back to the community that you're involved with as much as you can, because that's something that I think is really important Take care of your mental health and, uh, you know, just do your research, get around the right people, ask the right questions, do your research. And, uh, you know, we, what's so cool about this space and the way that it's being built is it's, 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 it's the, um, you know, how, how do I say this? It's, it's, it's something coming to life that is the visual creation uh, we all get to be a part of it. We all get to define what it means to us, and we all get to to add value in ways that you know make this space come to life. I think that are just going to be so fascinating. So um, I appreciate you all giving me the time today. It was it was great to get to connect with you, Brad. Again, it's always a pleasure. So that's, that's yeah. Let's uh, real quick. What were your favorite questions? Who wins the fifty bucks in the in Whitley tokens? Pick out a couple winners. Man, I think I'm going to go with Rick. Uh, no, wait a second, wait a second. Whoever asked the question about the um, the land, because that gave us a, a really good opportunity to talk about how you know we think that valuing different things. So this question like here. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really, really good question that, that right. opened up that's, a lot of really good thought. All right, so that's the first winner. We're gonna give two people fifty bucks worth of Whitley token. So who do you? Who, what was the other question that stood out to you? In that instance, I think that um, it was uh, Rick Stevens was the other one that I thought asked some really good questions. Okay, right here, Rick Stevens. All right, Dilemma and Rick Stevens. Uh, I believe both of them are in my uh, Telegram group already, so it should be easy to connect and uh, get that situated so that when Whitley launches, uh, you know, you, you've got those tokens coming. And then the last thing that I will say is, you know, one of the things that I put in the title of this video or in the, you know, in the text was for those of you that are involved and have already bought into the private sale, you wanted to watch this. But for those of you that weren't able to get into the private sale, you know, you really want to, in my opinion, take a closer look at this project and get ready for the launch. Get involved, like he said, in, in like Grant said, in the communities. Go get in the Telegram channel. Go, uh, you know, uh, follow their Twitter because when they launch this token and announce the launch pads and the different things that are going to be coming up, you definitely want to have an opportunity to get into this early. So with that, folks, Thank you all for being here. Once again, thank you, Grant, for spending this time with us. It was a, a great pleasure. And uh, really look forward to, you know, seeing you again in the not-too-distant future. I'm sure we'll have you back soon. I love it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. Appreciate everybody else. God bless, everybody. Have a great day.